Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. This is Jamie Malm. I'm the host of the Advisor Arena Podcast, and I want to talk today about something that seems to be top of mind for almost all of our financial advisors, and that is trying to figure out how to end the year strong and start 2021 off on the right foot with a pipeline full of prospects and do that all during a worldwide pandemic when the marketing that you've been doing may not be available. So seems most locations have had a uh, resurgence of sorts of COVID-19 and we've got shutdowns that are happening again now as a second wave, which I know is frustrating. It's disheartening. So many of us are just ready to get back to work and get back to some normalcy and we just can't quite get there. Our kids just started remote only school again after being able to go face to face for about six weeks. And locally here we have Uh, restaurants that are very limited in the hours that they can operate. We have some of the bigger cities surrounding us with um, even greater limitations on the number of people that can gather and how late restaurants can be open, what the capacity is. We've got Thanksgiving holidays that are, I know, on hold for many families as we're just not able to get together in big groups like we were. So I shouldn't even say like we were, but like we have been in past years and we're starting to get back to a bit. So the topic that's coming up so frequently now is what are others doing? What is the plan if everything that we've done for marketing simply isn't going to be an option for next year? I think everybody thought that this was going to be a little more short-lived than it was. Um, Maybe not everybody. Uh, But a lot of us probably thought, you know, a little blip on the radar and we'll get back to normal. And now we're starting to see that it may be a longer adjustment that needs to be made, which means revisiting not your goals because your goals shouldn't have to change. But the way in which you reach those goals will need to be flexible, most likely. So I've been asked a couple of times, well, what what does the year look like for other producers? How much are they down or are they down? And no, not everybody's business is down, but some are. I would say industry-wide, what we're hearing is about a 10% decline. Um, But funny enough, and I've shared this recently, we ran some numbers on our type producers and they're up 20%. And that didn't happen by accident. That didn't happen just oh gosh, we got so lucky this year. That happened because they were early adopters of new ideas and they were really focused and intentional with switching up their marketing early. So if you're feeling like, gosh, I I didn't do that. My business is not up 20% this year or maybe it's not even equal to what you typically do. The good news is we can end the year strong and part of ending the year strong is making sure that you have a plan in place to hit the ground running in January. Because the worst thing that can happen is you start to think about what you want to do in January and then it's end of February, early March before you start seeing some cash flow. So 
I want to share uh, somebody that I had the privilege to talk to recently. His name is Brett Sasso, and he is the founder and owner of Retirement Architecture. Um, Brett, if you're not familiar with him, has a background in construction, and he's got a really interesting bio. He, in fact, when I was speaking to him, shared that he was getting ready to start a reality TV show uh, about living to 100 and retirement planning and what that really looks like in the distribution phase of your financial life, and then COVID hit. And of course, that put his plans on hold. And a few months into it, he realized not only did this put my plans on hold, but this may have eliminated what we were going to do with the show entirely. It's just not going to be an option in the foreseeable future. So he changed up what his plans were a bit. And instead of doing the reality show, he thought about what is what are my skill sets really? What am I able to do here? And with such a strong background in marketing and with understanding the concept of planning and designing blueprints as it relates to construction, he applied that to his passion for retirement. And he put together little two-minute TV commercials on retirement blueprints. Perhaps you've seen these. Uh, They're running on several different TV stations, uh, Fox, Fox Business News, um, the HG Channel, uh, several locations nationwide. And these commercials are generating interest from consumers that are out there thinking, well, I don't really understand everything that's happening this year, but I know we're in an election year. I know we've got increased market volatility. We have stimulus packages that are coming out that have to be impacting the future of taxation. And I'm nearing retirement and no, I need to make a focus from the accumulation phase of my life to the distribution phase. So the person that helps you get to where you're at with saving the nest egg, your nest egg is probably not the same person that's going to help you then create that distribution plan. So these commercials that he put together uh, really zero in on the worst case scenarios, which seems like, gosh, how does a two minute TV commercial zeroing in on a worst case scenario for somebody? How is that really drawing people's interest and attention? Well, it's because, and I think we all know too well, probably, that advisors can oversimplify their explanation of investments and retirement and staying the course that quote unquote markets tend to go up over time. And just those generic recommendations in times of crisis, especially those stop resonating with people and they stop having the personalized impact and people start to feel like, I don't know that that applies to me. So the financial advisors in this retirement architecture program really focus on accounting for the things that can take somebody off track. It's like playing defense and and coaching towards a strong defensive position if you're talking about sports. And there's there's a fine line, right? Because you've probably seen people go too far the other way where we're planning for a worst case scenario. And so we create this unnecessary fear and we're seen as an alarmist and we create all these scenarios where we just completely freak people out about all the bad things that could happen. And that's not 
that's not what we're trying to do here. What what they want to do is not discount planning for the worst case scenarios because of the low probability that they'll actually occur. Fact is, they can occur. And for many people in 2020, we saw some of those worst case scenarios come to light. So I'm making dinner last night. In the background, I hear this retirement blueprint commercial come on. I've seen it before. I'm familiar with it. But it struck me as I was in the middle of making dinner, the kids are talking, they're doing homework at the table, you know, the TV's on, the dogs are barking, there's a lot going on. It still caught my attention. And I had to think, well, did it catch my attention because it's already in my brain and I'm wired to notice it? Or was there something that was really engaging with it? And I don't know. I don't know whether it's because I'm hardwired to listen for those kinds of topics, but I can tell you the commercial is very well done. It is so hard when you are a small business owner in a local market to get together a TV commercial or a radio commercial or a social media campaign that competes on the level that somebody with a national firm and the money behind them to do that kind of production can put together. It just is. And I'm sure we've seen some of the quote unquote low budget car dealership commercials and and some of those that are maybe not so great. <laughs> not not to say that anybody's putting together low budget car dealership commercials, but to be able to be a part of something that's a national campaign that generates leads for you locally is phenomenal. And that's really where agents started coming to us saying, hey, what do you know about this company? Because so-and-so tried it. I'm interested. I talked to them. They look legit. I want to know what you think. So the the way that the conversations kind of came about with retirement architecture is because our advisors were asking us. So we dug in a little bit. We interviewed Brett Sasso. We've, we've had him do some training with our advisors. And I can tell you, I, I'm very impressed with what they're putting together. And I'm excited for the opportunity that our advisors have to, quote unquote, COVID protect their business, for lack of a better word. You really have to have a plan B right now that is going to give you an opportunity to keep going at the pace that you're going to reach your goals, but do it in a completely different way than you've been used to. Because the things that we've been doing for marketing that include seminars and educational events and client referral dinners and client appreciation gatherings and concept events, those things may not happen or they may not happen with the frequency or the intensity that we've done them in the past. So retirement architecture. Brett Sasso does what he calls a Tuesdays at two, it's two o'clock Eastern. And Every week he holds a webinar where he goes through some specifics of their program. I know they are looking for new producers for 2021 and they do protect territories. So if you're listening to this thinking, I really need a plan to get my pipeline full of prospects. I need to make sure that I have folks to meet with. Put the onus on somebody else to generate those leads you may not feel like you have the marketing budget or the expertise or the platform locally in which to do that. This is an opportunity to get part of a national campaign 
but have them direct local prospects to somebody like you that is local that they can that they can trust and feel like this is somebody that I can really connect with. They're part of my community. They understand what I'm looking for. And it is a it is a a intense vetting process that these prospects go through in order to get to you as a lead. In fact, I believe Brett shared there is about a six page form that prospects have to fill out before they ever come to you. So one of my questions to him was, gosh, if people are taking the time to fill out six pages of information, I would imagine that they are ready to talk to somebody, right? They are serious about it. They're ready to take that phone call. And he kind of laughed and he said, you would think so, but no, that's not how humans work. We still, even when it's information we want, even when we take the time to fill out six pages of info, we still have this resistance to getting on the phone and communicating with somebody that we feel might be trying to sell us. So they have a very intensive training program on exactly what others are saying, what they're doing, how they're saying it, when they're calling, the frequency in which they're reaching out. All of that is part of their training to make sure that you are successfully connecting with the people that want your help. Um, I don't know of any other lead program where you're going to get somebody that's taken the time to fill out six pages of info. Um, But I also don't know of any other program where they do such intensive training on how to make sure that you're successful once you have people to follow up with. So I don't mean to overpromote this by any means. Uh, It is not a Gradient sponsored program. It is not something that is specific to Gradient, but we are an affiliate. We do offer a discount through us for those that want to participate. Also, for those that are familiar with our membership programs and our our dynamic business blueprint, you have the opportunity to have us pay for outside marketing vendors. This is an outside marketing vendor. We'll pay for them directly if um, if you have opportunity to have us do that through that program. So I would encourage you, as you are doing your end of year planning, There are really three big resources that I talk to my advisors about. The first is setting goals and getting really specific with those goals that you want to set. Not a range of, I want to be between, I don't know, seven and nine million or 12 and 14 million. That's not a goal. Get specific with exactly what you want to have happen and by when, if you're familiar with the SMART goal acronym. That's always a good place to start. But I would take it a step further from that and outline your motivators to reach that goal. Is it a goal that really is part of your desire zone and what you want to set up? Because if you can't name the key motivators for your goal, it maybe shouldn't be part of your plan for next year. The second item that I recommend putting in place is your cash flow forecast. And this is something that I think is often overlooked because we get so focused on marketing and what are we going to do for our prospects and what are we going to offer once the prospects come in and how are we going to close that business? Sometimes we forget to run our business like a business. And that includes accounting for expenses and income and fees and commissions and salaries and all of the things that impact 
cash flow. You have to have a forecast for that so you know what to expect so you can see that your goals and the results of those goals are generating the profits that you want to see and that your expenses are lining up. If things get off track, you should be able to see where there are holes in your cash flow forecast. And then the final item I would encourage you to look at as you're doing your end of year planning is to think about your vision for what you want to carry out next year. And this is an expansion, a bit of your goals. This gets a little bit specific. If you have a goal, then you typically will have a vision on what kind of projects and things need to happen to help you reach that goal. And most of us don't operate alone. Even if we are individual producers, you likely have an assistant or a spouse or a partner or an outside marketing vendor, somebody that you are working with that is helping you carry out the specific projects and things that you need to reach those goals. There is nothing more frustrating than communication uh, errors or, or obstacles when you're trying to carry out those visions. So I have a specific resource that you can use to make sure that everybody is on the same page, that everybody knows what they're responsible for, that you have a timeline to reach that. And if things, like I said, get off track, you don't wanna wait until halfway through the year before you take a step back and say, well, we're not really on pace for what we wanted, why? You have things in place that you can revisit weekly, monthly, quarterly, you have milestones and benchmarks along the way to help you get there. So I know it is a crazy time to do planning. Most of us probably feel like, why bother? Every plan that I make is out the window with some of the restrictions that this pandemic is putting in place that are outside of our control. But this is actually the time where planning becomes more important than ever because it gives us a path to follow. So even if you only implement a fraction of your plan, it helps you reach your goals. And goals are the things that should not change, just the path to get there. And if that means that marketing is your biggest obstacle right now, if finding new prospects for the upcoming year feels like your biggest obstacle, I highly encourage you to check out the Tuesdays at two, the Retirement Architecture with Brett Sasso. It is as COVID proof as I have seen. I hope it's helpful to all of you. Um, there is, as of the date that I'm recording this, uh, which is November 23rd, they are tomorrow on the Tuesday at two going to be offering a very deep discount for those that are signing up. So hopefully when this airs on Thursday, uh, there will be some of you that were able to still participate in that. Um, as always, give us a call here. Uh, I'm happy to help. I'll connect you with the right people over at Retirement Architecture. If you'd like to have a follow-up conversation, you can visit us at theadvisorarena.com. You can email me at theadvisorarena at gradientib.com. And of course, if you take a moment, if this was valuable to subscribe, rate, leave us a review. We always appreciate that. We try to go in and pick somebody that has left an honest review and send a little thank you gift your way. So on this week of Thanksgiving, I want to say I'm grateful for all of you for listening. I'm thankful for all of you. And I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving.